Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales and mindfulness coach who works with managers, C-level executives, and business owners who want to become more mindful and self-aware of how they operate, whether that be through selling, managing, or running their own business. I believe for us to truly connect with those around us, whether they be our customers, colleagues, even friends or family, we need to truly understand ourselves first of all, understand what makes us tick, what makes us feel fulfilled in our life, and what do we really want. And this is one of the reasons why I started Not Another Sales Podcast, because too much is placed on the practicality and skill of doing something. Whilst that's important, I believe we should start with our mindset and behaviours. Start at the root, understand that, and grow it from there. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organisation that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognised coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. www.mindfultalent.coach That's www.mindfultalent.coach and reference my code, not another sales. And now on with the episode. Welcome back to the Podcasting with Purpose series. In today's episode, I'm joined by three guests. First of all, personal branding and growth expert and host of Beyond Influential podcast, Brittany Crystal, business mentor and entrepreneur and host of Rule Breaker, Dream Maker podcast, Danielle Prahl, and finally, entrepreneur, speaker and creator of Detail Therapy podcast, Amy Landino. And they're going to be talking to you all about identifying and approaching your guests. To bring great value to your podcast, you may want to include regular guests on your show. And having the right guests aligned to your show is key to stay true to your theme, to your audience. But how do you go about identifying your podcast guests? And when you do, what are the tips on approaching them to invite them on? This is everything that we're going to be talking about today from Brittany, Danielle and Amy. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hey, everyone, and thank you, Chris, for inviting me to share my thoughts and insights related to podcasting on your podcast. My voice is a little raspy. I've been recovering from a cold, but I know the show must go on, and it's an honor to be here. My name is Brittany Crystal, and I'm a personal brand and growth expert who helps entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurial-minded to grow influence online that gets real results offline. And my resume includes working for Gary Vaynerchuk on his personal brand team and names like Marie Forleo and Tom Bilyeu, among others. What I'm really passionate about is helping you find and leverage what makes you unique by partnering that with effective and efficient brand strategies so that you can have the control and freedom that you want in your life and business. The online space has completely changed the game and you can really make whatever happen for you. And I truly believe that. And easily one of my favorite ways to make content is my weekly podcast, Beyond Influential. And the premise there is that tastemakers and decision makers exist in literally every industry. Why shouldn't it be you? I've been consistently putting my podcast out for around a year and a half now. And when I started, 
I can't even tell you. It's opened so many doors and there have been so many unintentional benefits that have come from from it, but it's probably one of the most valuable, if not the most valuable thing that I do. And if podcasting is something that even remotely intrigues you, I more than encourage you to go for it. And I'm excited to share as much of my perspective and as many tips as possible in the time I have without giving you an entire lecture. So if you guys want to know more about me and what I do or check out the podcast, you can head to BrittanyCrystal.com and it's Brittany, T-T-A-N-Y, and it's K-R-Y-S-T-L-E. And feel free to reach out, connect, and say hi. So let's get started. So one of the most common questions I get asked about is identifying and approaching guests. So I want to talk about this not only as a podcaster who reaches out to guests, but also from my perspective as someone who now gets pitched guests for the show, but also as someone who appears on other people's podcasts. I've seen all sorts of styles and approaches, and I no longer work for anyone as part of anyone's team, but I also have the perspective of having to book guests for other folks I've worked for who have content that features guests and also pitching those folks as guests too. So I feel like I've picked up some tips and tricks along the way that can help. So first of all, I just want to say that it is an honor and a privilege to be invited on someone else's platform to speak to their audience, no matter what. I don't care how small the audience is or how new the podcast is. Everyone's platform has value. So when it comes to reaching out to anyone and when it comes to receiving pitches, I just want to make sure that I say this, always treat it with respect, whatever end you're on, whether you're asking or receiving. So I'm going to start by talking about identifying potential guests. So I'm of the mindset that this should be as uncomplicated as possible. I'm going to make the hopefully correct assumption that your show has some sort of overall theme that you really enjoy talking about or learning about. So you should already have some type of idea of the guests you'd want for that. But it's really important that you like it just in general because you're going to need to be consistent. So I would start out by writing a list of guests you have in mind who fit the theme of your show. I know that sounds obvious, but this is definitely the place to start. And I would have a mix of more realistic guests who you think are definitely likely to say yes. And by realistic, that doesn't necessarily mean you know the size of their audience. That means people who are already in your network, who you have a relationship with, or people who are maybe one degree away, take the time to think those through. And I'd also make a list of more reach guests. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean audience-wise. That could be people who have high-powered jobs with time constraints, or people that you can ask as the show grows, So, or you don't maybe have any connection to who are cold. So all of those people can go under more reach. So again, not about size necessarily of audience. And I'm not saying you can't get bigger names. It is just way easier once you have some traction and experience first. And everything is momentum. So once you start interviewing even just people you know, if you have a great interview and it feels good to you, you can always ask the person if they have any recommendations or know anyone who would be a great fit as a guest on the show. Especially if you make it a great experience, people people love recommending other people or people that they can help out making those connections. And if it's not obvious, I'm a huge proponent of social media. So a natural place to source guest ideas is not only looking at people you follow, but also asking your current audience and connections on your active platforms who they'd love to hear from. And you can start asking people even before you launch and continue checking in with them as you grow. And depending on the podcast topic, I'm going to tell you right now that when people know you have a platform, they're going to be interested in pitching you. So it doesn't take very long once you actually start putting out the podcast publicly that people are going to come to you and they're going to they're going to be pitching you and you really need to consider what each guest is bringing to the table in terms of knowledge and value for your audience. So everyone's going to assess that differently. 
I happen, I'll just talk about my own personal way I do it. I happen to be very particular about the guests I have on my show because influence is all about trust and who gets to use my platform really matters to me. It's super important and kind of who I'm, you know, allowing that space. And and I just think that that is the trust you're going to build with your audience is going to be the most essential thing. And so one of the non-negotiables that I have is that I don't do an interview unless I am genuinely interested in having a conversation with this person. I don't care how big the audience ha- like is or how big of an audience this person has. I'm not a journalist. So I can't like my brand is actually all about being a very direct and honest voice in the marketing and influence space. And I cannot fake to be interested in anything that I'm not interested in. And it shows my personality is one where you know exactly where you stand with me. So I couldn't do that. It's you got to remember that this is your show. This is your platform. And for me, I take every interview very seriously. I prepare for each and every interview and I do my research to make sure that I'm asking the questions I would want to know and that my audience would want to know. So usually when it comes to guests, I well, I don't do cold interviews where they haven't either been vouched for someone or they haven't been vouched by someone I trust like that I for sure trust, or if they aren't someone that I already know and have learned a lot about. And I think that's the way to approach it where you'll get the best interviews. I do think people sweat the big names thing a little too much. Um, Quote, unquote, big names may seem exciting, but usually a I mean, usually a big name is a big name for a reason. And there's a lot to learn from them. They do add a lot of value. Maybe you want to build a relationship with them. There could be a million reasons why you want to interview them. But I will say this, that I wouldn't bank on either the person promoting it. And there are just no guarantees with that. So having a big name does help with social proof but it doesn't necessarily grow a podcast. So it's not going to make or break you. I know a lot of people just sweat this and you really don't need to focus more on, and it sounds so cliche, but you do need to focus on the value you're adding because I've heard this from multiple people who have major podcasts. It's not the guests you'd think whose episodes get the most downloads. It's usually someone who you might not know by name who either brought really crazy value and so people or shared it people organically shared it. Or it's these folks who are, they're almost like, I guess, micro influencers would be the only way I could describe it, where they are such a specialist in what they do. And they have such a rabid fan base because they've built that influence that when they promote an interview or whatever they promote, it's a done deal that people want to hear it. And so those are my thoughts on identification. So now let's talk a little bit about approaching people. So the real question is, how do you get people to say yes to being on your show? So I say this about personal branding and the same exact philosophy goes for podcasting. It is never about you. The reality is that most people don't do anything unless it's in their self-interest. So you're going to need to have that mindset going in. And I don't want to make this sound so transactional, but if you do approach it this way and come in with that mindset, you're going to get the best results because at the end of the day, it truly is a value exchange. And before sending out any emails or any DMs or any kind of communication, you should always be very clear and concise about what you're bringing to the table. If possible, I would always suggest trying to get a warm introduction so there's at least some social proof. But if you don't have that, the more possible points of commonality you can establish, the better. We live in a world where people give us a ton of information about themselves online. So the less work that they have to do, the better. 
do your homework. I cannot say that enough. If you are sending any kind of communication, personalize it. Do not just copy and paste a standard pitch. Show them you've researched them and consumed their content and why your audience, even if like if you have a small audience, even if it's small, would be the perfect fit and what's in it for them. And also just any information that they need to know up front. And tone is very important. It should always be very respectful and deferential, no matter how big you are versus how big they are. Respect is never is never inappropriate. And these same rules apply if you are pitching yourself as a guest. I've seen, I mean, you really remember the don'ts when you start seeing those don'ts. And I receive pitches from people who want to be guests on Beyond Influential. Sometimes they they do it themselves personally, and sometimes they have somebody else do it on their behalf. But I, it goes so far to personalize it. You do not just ask if you can be a guest or if someone is looking for guests or act like you're doing them a favor for being on their show. Bad pitches always stand out. I get DMs from people I've never heard of who obviously only saw that I had a podcast but have not listened to it. And literally, the message is like, if you need a guest for your podcast, I'm happy to do it. Sometimes they'll include a media kit, potentially if it's an email. The It is just a sea of don'ts. If you stick to what I told you, and you're deferential, and you personalize it, and all of the information's in there, and you obviously have put time and effort into why you're asking this person to be on the show, that is whose show I'd want to be on, and that's who I would want on my show, because they obviously take it seriously. And this goes back to curating your show and taking pride in the content you create. Like, have respect for their platforms and they should have respect for your platforms. And that's who I want to do business with in general. And those are the people who I have long-term relationships with. And those are the people whose podcasts I recommend to other people. And and it snowballs from there. So respect, respect, respect. And one insider tip that I wanted to share with you guys a great time to reach out to certain people, especially some of the, in quotes, bigger names who are very public sometimes about when they're actually launching something or putting something out. You reach out to them when you know they're going to have an upcoming PR need. And then, of course, you've got to tell them what you're bringing to the table that's different. But people are way more likely to say yes when you know that they're coming out with something, you know that your audience is the perfect place that they would be able to sell it or whatever it is or build that brand awareness. Again, it's that value exchange where you're bringing something to the table. And also, do not be offended when they say no or now is not the right time. It's definitely not personal. Obviously, there's a good exercise in, in kind of sales and and selling yourself because sometimes it might be a good fit, but it's just not the right time for whatever reason. I remember booking for people who literally like the soonest they could do an interview really based on their schedule was six months out, which is also or more than that. So that's also a reason why you should be making a list of when I say, again, reaches can be in terms of time and not necessarily in terms of audience, but you should be reaching out to a wide array of people because you do need to keep your show consistent. And certain people are going to have crazy schedules. So you might not be able to do a weekly podcast if you're only reaching out to people who are very difficult to schedule. So that's just a tip from the inside. Hi, this is Danielle Prawl. I am a business mentor for six and seven figure online entrepreneurs who want to massively scale their businesses. I am also the host of Rule Breaker Dream Maker podcast. 
Okay. So for me, when you're identifying and approaching guests, I think the first thing is if you have a theme around your podcast, right? Like mine is rule breaker, dream maker. I really try to focus and identify on people who are doing things maybe against the grain, maybe off the beaten path, not following the traditional cookie cutter rules, right? Um, So that's one thing that I try to identify. Number one, I want to bring people on who have something interesting to say that's not been regurgitated over every platform all of the time. I like to have interesting conversations and I like to bring a new light to what they're saying and doing. Um, I think though, if you box yourself in on your approach and you're, you're like a business podcast and you only talk to different business people, you need to almost look at it differently, right? Like there are so many people doing business different ways, or they have success in different ways, or they're capitalizing on their platforms or their networks in different ways. And I think that sparking that interesting conversation can be incredibly powerful. So I don't like to limit myself personally in my podcast on just business people, just whatever. Like I like those pushing the boundaries conversations. I want to talk to you know, the sex coaches. I want to talk to the moms. I want to talk to the business people who maybe have had success in ways that didn't necessarily fit the traditional mold. And I think that that helps open people's eyes to new discoveries and standpoints and ways to approach things. For me, I like to think of what would I want to listen to? What kind of conversations are interesting to me? What kind of people are interesting to me? And to me, it doesn't matter about their necessarily results or how big their business is. Like, yes, I want to focus on people who have had success and had influence and broken boundaries, of course, right? Like, I don't want to bring on the person who's lost in a sea of, you know, the abyss, not doing what they want to do in life, because my job is to really empower people and to help them accomplish their goals. So I want to bring people on who have had basically um, hard, hard points in their life, who have built a business or a brand or had success or are having new interesting conversations around the things that people are going through because to me that's interesting. So my rule of thumb for my podcast is always, okay, would this be something that I want to listen to? Is this a conversation that I would want to tune into? And then how can I make sure and hit those topics that maybe other people aren't hitting or talking about? So to me, it's not just a cookie cutter kind of approach to like, okay, this person hits this mark, this mark, this mark. It's like, who's catching my eye? What's interesting? What's a part of the conversation I feel like they haven't had before or maybe haven't approached or they don't have a platform where they feel comfortable in having those conversations? And I want to make that that platform for them because let me tell you something. On my show, you can talk about anything you want. There is no offending. There is no um, like bad topic. Like As long as you are cool to go there, we'll go there. Because at the end of the day, I think what people need is more authenticity. So 
my guidelines on identifying a guest is, are they authentic? Are they, you know, kind of pushing the boundaries? Is it interesting? Is it something other people want to listen to? And that's where I really identify my guests. And then from there in approaching them, I used to work on the back end of a lot of these people, these big entrepreneurs and influencers businesses. It's how I started out in the industry. So I used to get thousands of these emails a week on behalf of these people, right? And I'd have to go through them. And what I found interesting is when the person provides a ton of value and isn't just like pitching for the sake of pitching, but they know who the person is, they understand who the listener is, they know why they provide value. Those are the people who get booked on guests. And I don't care if you're a nobody or a somebody, that holds true for every platform. So I try to approach people and be like, listen, I'm a real person. I want you on this. This is why. Like, this is what I think it will help. This is why I want to spread your message. And you almost have to like, you know, pump yourself up to pump them up. Like nobody wants someone to be like, can you please come on my podcast? Cause like you have a bunch of followers, like that's boring. Right. So you want to come at them. And this is how I come at the people who've been on my thing is like very authentically, very vulnerable. Like, Hey, I love what you're doing. I love your platform. This is the conversation I want to have. This is why I want to have it with you. And not just like, Hey, you're, I don't know, for an example, you're in the health and wellness uh, industry. So I want to have you on. It's like, no, I want you as a person. And this is why and this is the conversation that I want to have. And I think that's very different, because things have been very um, broadcast approached, right? Um, Almost with like canned responses in our world in our industry. And I understand that But people want to be respected as people. And even if you're a nobody, if you approach someone in that way and providing value and wanting to really uh, make them shine, they're a lot more apt to um, engage. You know, I think it's a completely different aspect. It's a completely different world and it's a completely different approach. Hi, my name is Amy Landino. I'm the host of Amy TV on YouTube and also the author of Vlog Like a Boss, How to Kill It Online with Video Blogging. I own a video production studio called Aftermark, and I am very passionate of video and content marketing. When approaching guests for my podcast, the most important thing for me is, is this someone that my audience will care about? This doesn't necessarily mean they have to be a big name. As a matter of fact, I don't care about that at all. But they do need to be somebody that my audience would be intrigued by. So either they need to be somebody already on their radar, which is sort of more of the hero type of content that I like to do to get a little bit more attention. But the stuff that actually facilitates relationship with my audience is an interview with somebody where I pull out something interesting about them that I know my audience would love. A big component of this is that I am the host. I am interviewing people for my show. That's the format. So in order to choose a guest, I need to be excited to talk to them. So if I can't figure out what the connection would be for the audience to care about the person, whether they know who it is and what they want to know about, or if I'm picking out a person based on what I think my audience would already find interesting about their journey, then it's not going to be a good show. I could talk to somebody that with the biggest name in the world, but if I don't find them fascinating and I don't see the connection between what they can bring in terms of value to my audience, 
it's not going to be a fit. I think too many people go into podcasting by saying, I'm just going to get some really big names on the show. I'll start to get some attention. I'll get some traction and then I'll have a successful podcast and I can do whatever I want and I can monetize it. You know, these are all the things that we think about, but it's the worst approach. It's the worst thing you can do. It's not good for your brand. It's not good for your networking with these people. And you really have to focus on who your listener is. So the more that you flesh that out, the more exciting it is when you do pick out people to be on the show. And not to mention, it sounds better when you're pitching them. If you want to pitch a guest to be on your show, and there's so many terrible podcast pitches going out these days, then let them know that you have done your homework and say, this is who my audience is. And this is what's happened in your life or your career that I think I want to talk more about and break down what this looks like for my audience. If you can go into something automatically looking like you've done your homework right from the beginning, right from the pitch, that's a massive impression to leave. I just did a podcast with um, somebody last week who was a really awesome, awesome name to get. But the best part about the whole thing was by the end of the interview, she said, this is the best quality I've ever had. This is the best interview I've ever had. And it's because you did your homework. And now I want to send you 10 of my very big name friends to be on this show because I know you will do a good job. And that is what you want. Hey, people. Thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts, you can find me on Instagram, Not Another Sales Guy, underscore in each of those words. You can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing Not Another Sales Podcast. And also, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I go by the name of Chris Hatfield. So thanks again and stay tuned for another episode.